welcome back to another episode. <laughs> I just got back from a conference in Saskatchewan. Very fortunate to have been evolving. You know, I, I've been at this and, and I've been speaking the way I speak, talking about love, talking about mental health, talking about addiction, talking about evolving from the place we are to the place we want to be. And people have been listening. <laughs> They've been recognizing the things that I'm saying as beneficial to their life. Like it's nothing I do. I That's the thing with this podcast. It's nothing that I'm doing. You're doing the work. I just bring some information through lived experience and share that with you. And hopefully that the information hits, you know, it hits home for you and, and allows you to do something different within your life. That's everything to me. Like that's absolutely everything to me is for you to evolve from the place that you don't want to be to the place that you want to go. And I use my life as an example as to what you can do. I mean, my story, 23 years in addiction, you know, 16 years with the needle, I uh, lived on the streets for a while, I went to jail. I use these things and I talk about them because it was a journey. We're all on our own journey. For me, it was heroin. You know, for me, it was mental health and addiction and overcoming mental health and addiction and living within a place of love, but obtaining it, actually doing the work and getting there and then sharing the results because the results are what people are attracted to. You know, how does a guy go from 23 years of drug addiction, being homeless, getting out of jail, having nothing to this place of love? You know, never mind the materialism because everything that matters is on the inside. And everything that I have that's valuable, that's priceless is inside of me. And you have it too. You just have to overcome the thing that's holding you back, which is usually yourself. <laughs> Let's be real. We hold ourselves back because nobody's holding us back, right? It's just how we feel. It's just the emotions that we don't want to process or we don't want to give attention to, usually because we've never been taught. It's not something we learn in school how to love yourself, self-care and self-love. They try to teach you in the world that you can go get your hair done or buy a new car or have 10 houses and that's love. That ain't love, that's materialism, that's greed. That's a misconception of what's real. You'll hear the animals going on in the background. Right now I'm up in a cabin in the woods at my buddy's place and it's a beautiful place for me to be because harmony and balance, you know, nature is our, our greatest teacher and for me, that was a big part of how I evolved from that place of repetitive cycles. You know, the city, the city is so repetitive. It's so systematic. It has you rely on conveniences and comforts that aren't convenient and comfortable for you. They're actually detrimental to your growth. I mean, most people don't eat in the city don't even make coffee for themselves. They have to go to a Starbucks to get coffee and then you remove that individual from the city. They feel lost because they don't have those attachments to those conveniences and comforts. And conveniences and comforts is something that I never really had <laughs> uh, along my journey, which I'm very grateful for. You know, people can look at my story and say, wow, that was so difficult. But there were so many positives within it that I, I was able to see after I overcame the addiction after I overcame the struggle, after I overcame the victim and blame mentality that I had myself in, because that's the negatives, right? I started to see all the positives that actually happened for me while I was in addiction. I didn't have many of the things that make you comfortable, that make you convenient. My life was very difficult. I, I was constantly struggling, which was at the time very difficult, <laughs> drove me nuts. But at the same time, I'm now able to look at it like, wow, 
so much of that happened for me, not to me. I just had to get out of my own way and see it from a different angle. And that's what I like to share about, you know, seeing things from a different angle, because that's the power that you have. That's the ability that you have to choose. So this conference that I was at, it was in Saskatchewan, Canada. I was asked to come and be a part of a talk to individuals that are caring for mental health, addiction, and individuals with intellectual disabilities. And there was a lot of gray areas as to the extremities that we are seeing in today's society with mental health and with addiction. I mean, it has progressed over the last 20 years to be very, very normal to have mental health issues. And mental health issues doesn't have to mean schizophrenia. Mental health these days, or emotional health, I should say, is something that holds the individual back from talking about how they feel, which creates an attachment to distractions. And the distractions in everyday life can be drugs, it can be food, it can be shopping, it can be money, it can be video games, it can be social media. So when we talk about distractions or addictions, that's what we're talking about. It's not just about heroin. And I spoke about this at the conference as well because I wanted people to understand that 80% of homes have mental health or addiction in their immediate or extended family. But most of us can find it within our immediate family because the cell phone is something that people are addicted to, but it's socially acceptable. It's socially acceptable to bury five, six hours of your time on likes and, and information that may not have any value towards your growth. And people do this and it's common and it's normal and we practice this behavior because many people we surround ourselves with are practicing this behavior and we haven't been taught how to do something different. So I, I think that that's very important when we're talking about addiction. This isn't just about street drugs, you know, illegal drugs where we can compare our lives to somebody else's to make ourselves or our situation seem fine or seem better because we're not in that situation. Actually, addiction is just a pattern of thinking. You know, so it's one and the same for the guy using heroin or the girl using heroin or the, the young kid in the house that is totally addicted to video games. It's, it's a pattern of thinking. It's a way to attach to something other than processing what's going on inside of you or obtaining the information, education, and the skills to process what's going on inside of you. And I will tell you that a big part of gaining that information and that education and that awareness is who you surround yourself with. I mean, I was very comfortable within my addiction because I surrounded myself with individuals that were using drugs all the time. So that became very acceptable and very normal to me. Now, detrimental to my growth, right. But I didn't have the tools and I wasn't really ready for the tools as well. That's another thing. Like with an evolution through addiction or mental health or emotional health, you've got to be ready for it. You got to be at a place and time where you've just had enough of being in the same place and going nowhere. And I mean, let's be real. Like many of us are at that place, but we just don't know what to do because it's hard. And it is hard. I'm not going to lie to you because we don't have the tools, education, and the skills or the environment and the community of individuals to help us see things differently and, and have a desire to grow through those pains, to go in and do the work inside, have difficult conversations with ourselves, speak our truth, you know, look at our journey for what it was, how it happened for us and not to us. That's very important. So a community of individuals that support you along the way to get to that place that you want to go to for evolution into love is very important. 
I mean, take a look at your friends. Who you surround yourself with is pretty much your future. You know, if you're surrounded by people that value brands, value money, don't care about other humans, talk shit about other humans, unfortunately, you're going to do the same because that's normal. It's normal to do that within that circle. So if you're looking to evolve through an addiction, mental health, emotional health, you've got to find a new community. And does that mean many of the people that you know will go away? Yeah, that's what that means. And I say that quite often because I want you to know that. And that's very difficult for a lot of people to overcome. Like that's the first step, right? Moving away from the people that hold you back. That's hard for us to do because that means we're going to be alone. Well, yeah, you're going to be alone. And then there's a fear of not being accepted. Well, yeah, you might not be accepted right away because it takes time to find these individuals that are growing into a place of love. But hey, I'm one of them and I'm not alone. And once I started into this community and I started talking this way, people started to get attracted to that. So I built a community. I built a circle of friends around me of individuals, like-minded individuals that were thinking and feeling the same way I did. That didn't mind talking about the things that they went through in their life. And you know what? We evolved. We evolved together. And it was slow and I had to be patient, but it was beautiful because I'm in a constant state of evolution. I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly learning about myself. I'm not stuck inside of this materialistic idea that something external from me is going to make me happy or medication is going to fix me because that's not how it works you have the greatest medicine that is here on this planet and it's within you it's love love is the greatest medicine on this planet and it's something we all possess but we're torn away from it we don't talk about it we don't talk about it in the way that we should be talking about it you know it's it's very unfortunate that love is an idea of what we witnessed growing up through our parents you know that that idea of love maybe our parents fought maybe they got divorced maybe there was all these abnormal behaviors but if you're an individual in a home where your perception of what love is is through these individuals that raised you it can be skewed and that's okay but it's for you to unlearn that and create your own perception of love of how you feel on the inside because first you got to love yourself so you can't look to anyone else to try and love you because that's not going to work. You've got to understand self-love from a practical understanding within. And to do that, you've got to go through all the mess and uh, all the difficult experiences, all, everything that happened for you and see it that way. You know, I, I've said this before, maybe your father left to teach you what life without a father is all about or to teach you that a father can be in a community of individuals and not in your immediate home like that's really beneficial to see things happening that way or maybe your mother was controlling so that taught you about a journey of control so that you could relinquish that control within your own life because now you understand it because you're now you're someone who knows what it means to be controlled and you can alleviate yourself from that because you learn from it like it's education you don't have to sit inside of a victim and blame mentality because it gets you nowhere. Like it, it just doesn't. You go nowhere because you just, it's easier to do that. You don't have to process anything. You don't have to grow. But when we look at life as education, everything changes because now we can apply the education into our lives and share it with other people, which is why I do this today. You know, I talk about addiction. I talk about mental health. I talk about emotional health. And I talk about the things that I went through in my life so that we can evolve as a collective, as a community. And we can move through this life and thrive together. 
We don't have to survive. You know, many people are surviving and I find that interesting. And I understand it. Like I, I was trying to survive my life as well. But once I went inside of myself and I accepted love and I, I decided to try and figure out how to love myself and what that meant to me by alleviating myself from my past because it had already happened and there was nothing I could do to change it. So I just took all the education, all the difficult experiences, all the things I did to other people and all the things that people did to me. I looked at that and I said, okay, like I can learn from these things, apply it in the present moment and share it in the world today to help someone else. And that's a very valuable piece of information. At whatever stage you're at in your journey, take the difficult experiences and take the lessons from it and share it with another individual. That's what gives your life purpose. That's what gives all those difficult lessons and experiences value, substance, purpose. That's shared connection. That's lived experience. And, and you could, it could be through any avenue that you experienced but if you can help one other individual, man, we're growing. Like that's the collective consciousness. That's where we're headed. That's what this is about, right? So to be able to go within yourself and accept the things that happen to you, that's going to be your first step. Because once you accept them, you can let them go. And it's very difficult to accept difficult things that have happened to us. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I've had some difficult things happen to me along my way that were very difficult to accept, but it already happened. So it had to have happened for a reason. Maybe it was the result of my choices and they were consequences. Sure, I got to accept that. There's nothing I can do to change it. So that's a wonderful practice to have in your life is acceptance, accountability, and responsibility for the things that you have put yourself through and the things that you have seen in life. Be responsible for your role in it because we all play one. Whether it's not speaking our truth or whether it wasn't having a difficult conversation with someone and we took those emotions and just buried them because we didn't want to process them or we were too afraid to talk to the individual that emotionally affected us and then we carry that for quite some time. Like think about that. Short-term pain for long-term gain. In the short term, you have a difficult conversation with someone and then in the long term, you're gaining because you don't carry that dense negative energy anymore and that's very important and that's a big part of how I've moved through these three years uh, of being clean from addiction and mental health is I let things go you know I, I, I can accept the things that happen I can be accountable and responsible for my role and I don't always get it right even to this day you know I'm not perfect I'm a human being I'm constantly evolving and I'm constantly growing but I'm getting closer to my destination so with each lesson I grow you know, whether it's difficult or whether it's easy, regardless, I take the education from it and I move through it. And here we are, three years later, free from a life of turmoil and growing more into love because each day I choose love over anything else. You know, there's just no point in being afraid <laughs> because if you're afraid, you're not moving nowhere. And many people are afraid of everything these days. You know, you don't have to be afraid of tigers and bears. I mean, you can be afraid of speaking your truth. I think this is the most detrimental thing that we got going on in society today is that we are afraid to speak our truth. And I want you to become aware of that because you have that power to take that back in your life. Now, is it difficult to speak your truth after not being able to for quite some time? Yeah, it is. You know why? Because you haven't practiced it. But no matter how much it hurts you, no matter how afraid you are, you got to push you got to dig deep because I'm going to tell you about the results 
of after speaking your truth. Oh my Lord, is it ever rewarding. Because you are who you are. You get to know you. It's, it's an amazing feeling to take that power back within your life. Having difficult conversations with loved ones. Having difficult conversations at work. Having difficult conversations with your kids. This is imperative. Having difficult conversations with yourself. You know, taking a look at your present moment and where you're at. There's no right and there's no wrong. It's just the present moment. It is what it is. So in that moment, you are able to practically look at how you have arrived to this location in life, to this present moment. And that's okay because it's a journey. It's an experience. You don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over again. I think that that's the most valuable thing is to break free from that. You know, that repetitive cycle, that autopilot that we go on. And a wonderful place to do that is by changing your environment. I would really encourage you to get out to nature and to break the systematic cycle of comforts and conveniences. You know, you, you've got to struggle a little bit and it's okay to struggle. Don't be afraid to do that. If you're so comfortable within your, your routines, I mean, you're not really learning much. And, and that's when we go on autopilot. And subconsciously, we do this. I mean, a lot of people tell me, I'm okay with my life. I'm, I, I don't mind waking up, going to work, coming home and doing the same thing over and over again. And that's okay. There's no right or wrong way to do this. But if you want to grow, if you want to evolve into a higher being, into a higher understanding of self, you got to struggle. You got to put yourself out there in different situations and keep it moving. We're not meant to do this the way we're doing it. You know, it's, it's, and, and this is why we have mental health and emotional health going on in the world at, at such an alarming rate is because it's a repetitive cycle of doing things that we don't want to do where we're disconnected from each other and there is uh, a great deal of judgment happening and injected within society that we are able to look at each other as better or worse and a big part of that is because of finance uh, the financial system is a wonderful tool of control that allows this to happen but finance does that as an individual, you don't have to attach to those same philosophies. You can detach from that and see human beings as brothers and sisters. So we have equality. So when you walk down the street and you see somebody with less, you, you realize that that's a human being, a part of the human race. So we're from the same species, which means we're brothers and sisters, which would allow you to see that from a different perspective. And it's beautiful. I mean, what a beautiful perspective to have. You know, connection, equality, love. That's real. Like, that's real. Fear, judgment, and division? That sucks. <laughs> it does. It sucks. It's difficult. It's so difficult that way. And think about that for a minute. Like, fear, judgment, and division. That way of life leaves people out. And when we leave people out, we don't learn from each other. And why should anyone be left out? Every human is just as valuable as another human. It doesn't matter what history has shown us. We can change history. We're going to change history. That's what this podcast speaks to, how to change the world. But we don't have to look at the world as one big, huge picture. No, 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 no. We all make up the world. All the humans on the planet have a choice. And they can choose to be afraid, and they can choose to judge, and they can choose to divide, or they can choose love. And they can choose equality, and they can choose peace within themselves. That is the most powerful tool you possess is to choose love, choose equality, and to choose peace within yourself. Because if you choose these things within yourself, you're going to view the world differently and the world changes. It's no longer this place of greed, power, and control. 
judgment, division, fear, anxiety, and stress. It goes away. And I mean that. It really does. I live 23 years on this planet within that state of mind, within that state of being. I was afraid. I was sad. I was lonely. I was negative. I was angry. I was frustrated because that's what addiction is. That's what emotional health is. That's what mental health is in some degrees. You know, mental health varies, schizophrenia and things like this. I'm not going to take away from that. No. That's a chemical imbalance within the brain. I can understand that and I can appreciate that. But I'm talking to the masses here. I'm talking to the people that are emotionally and mentally unwell because of depression, because of sadness, because of addiction, forms of attachment. You can alleviate yourself from this. Change your environment. Change your community. You'll change your thoughts. Very important. Like that's very, very important. And it's so easy to do. It's difficult because we feel like we won't be accepted or we'll be alone. And I, I'm going to tell you, you will be until you keep trying new things. Once you start trying new things, you're going to meet new people because your environment, your community is going to change. And then your thoughts are going to change the way you feel because people around you feel and talk the same way you do. They encourage you to talk about the things you feel. You, you, you're, you're able to be vulnerable and talk about the things you hold you back. And let me tell you, when you talk about the things that hold you back, man, it's like taking a weight off your shoulders. Really? The results and the rewards, talking about the things that hold us back, sets you free. And, and that can be done, you know, first to yourself. You know, a lot of people will make excuses as to why, oh, therapy's so expensive, or I can't get into therapy, it's overbooked, and, and you know, it's, it's overpriced. For sure, yeah. Mental and emotional health is out of control these days and we don't talk about it. We just medicate people. You don't need to medicate. Not in all cases. Uh, I, I don't advocate for that because they tried to medicate me and I just use my own experience as an example. And, and you know, you take 23 years of heroin addiction and all these crazy things that happened to me along my, my journey, you can bet that when I told these doctors about all the things that happened to me after I was done, they wanted to medicate the shit out of me. And I said, no. I told them no. I had to do my entire journey on my own. I never went to rehab. I never went to therapy. I did everything I did on my own. And, and that's also like really important to share because the statistic is 0.01% of people come out of the situation and the experience that I was in. And, and unfortunately, that's uh, an extremely low number, but extremely accurate. And I did it in a way that most don't do it. But I did it in this way to show people it can be done because it's so important to know that you don't need anything. All you need is yourself. All you need is love. Spirituality is something that I talk about. Yeah. And spirituality is just love. No labels. I'm not going to give you labels. I'm not going to tell you how to do it because I can't tell you how to arrive to spirituality. You've got to understand it for yourself. But I can promise you there is something more going on than just us. And it's within you. You speak to it inside of you. The, the God, the, the Buddha, the Jesus, the Krishna, the Allah, whatever you want to call it. It is not external from you. It is inside of you. And that makes it very beautiful because it's a personal connection that no one else can tell you how to get to. You figure that out for yourself. You know, there's no fear embedded within spirituality. It's pure love. It just is. And once you understand love, you want to share it. So I really want you to understand that if you're stuck and you don't know where to go, ask for help, but ask for the help within yourself. Just, just speak to yourself or just speak to something that you can't see that's inside of you. Talk to your heart and ask your heart 
to accept love, however you want to do that, whatever words you want to use, just ask to open up love within yourself. That's what I did. That's how it all began and it worked. Like it worked. The words that I used, I surrendered my love to Jesus because I was reading a book about a biker who had a very similar life to mine and and he did that. So just in that present moment where I was, I had nothing, I had nobody and I didn't have the tools or education. I mean, I was stuck, right? Like I've been doing the same thing for 23 years. Like I was homeless, man. Like I was so at my bottom. My bottom was homeless and, and drug addiction, but that doesn't have to be your bottom. A bottom is a bottom. It doesn't matter what it looks like. If you're at that place in time where you just feel like you're just tired, you know, you're sick and tired, then ask for love into your heart however you want to do that because it worked for me. It's a key, right? And I don't have any of these attachments to any of these external ideologies through religion or anything like that. I don't because I understand it personally within myself and that's very valuable. And I give you this information because I'm speaking to I'm speaking to everyone who's who's got mental health, emotional health, or or is attaching to distracting from processing emotions with, through addiction. Eighty percent of homes, like I want you to know, like I'm speaking to everybody. This this isn't for junkies, or this isn't for video game addicts or porn addicts, man. This is for human beings, because everything that matters happens within us. And then we are not taught how to process those things within us. We're taught that finance means life. Finance is not life. I can promise you that. There are many examples of people that are totally addicted to money and all they do is chase money. They're not happy. It's fear, anxiety, and stress every single day for them. Are they able to buy materialism at a much larger scale than most people? Sure, absolutely. But does it set them free? No. Because they're human beings and human beings possess the greatest, most priceless, most valuable thing and is found within and it's love. Because love allows you to see that materialistic items and anything external from you isn't for you other than your brothers and sisters and sharing within an energy, a collective source of love. Because when you're around other individuals that speak this way and talk this way, it's incredible. Like the energy that you share within a collective is just so beautiful and i'm going to tell you i'm going to be real with you that's a big reason why we don't talk this way because fear is a tool of control absolutely we know this i mean take a look at the television and if you are please shut that off because that's a big part of the evolution you've got to think for yourself you can't have any more agenda narrative opinion hypothetical based information being sewn into your marrow because that's what it is I mean, when you're taking in that information, the frequency waves that your your mind is set in uh, watching television is reduced and you're very susceptible to information coming from someone else. So uh, a big part of, of alleviating yourself from that is from shutting off your television and stop taking in the news. You know, I know this is practice that we find normal and that it's socially acceptable to, to listen to the television so that you can find out what's going on. But let's be real, like what's going on? Like all it is is devastation and destruction and poverty and all this craziness. I mean, that's not cool. Like that's not what we should be taking in. More so, there's children around that have access to all this. And this is a big part of why we see fear, anxiety, and stress so heavily embedded within the children is because they have access to information that isn't good for them. You know, and it's so widely consumed. Devastation, destruction, fear, anxiety, and stress 
because that's how it's been for so long because we don't talk about love and and i want you to know like this this channel this podcast like this is this is how i talk the evolution of love is here <laughs> absolutely the awakening is here this time that we're living in of fear anxiety and stress and greed power and control is over it's the end we are truly in the end of something and you all chose to came back at this time and give yourself credit for that like think about that give yourself credit for coming back at this time because good lord man this time is weird <laughs> holy shit it's weird it really is this time is very interesting i mean to be divided from your brothers and sisters is and as a common practice through um materialistic items some money like it's it's incredible actually you know judgment is so normal like that's wild to me now that i've accepted the love you see that for what it is, you go, wow, that is so foreign to what is real. That's a beautiful way to look at that. And I'm so grateful that I see the world in that manner today. And all I had to do was love myself. You know, like that that was it. I, I just, I decided to love myself and accept some spirituality into my life and understand love and understand my journey and understand my brothers and sisters and it was through that that I was alleviated from society's bullshit, you know, because nobody has to think for me. Nobody has to tell me how, what to do. I recreated my own belief system and my own thoughts within myself after a 23-year drug addiction, you know. Um, but you can do that at any point in your life as well. Like I was 36 when I did it. And it's beautiful. It's it's just so beautiful to, to live in this space. And it's difficult and it's only as difficult as you make it. Because it's not something you've practiced, but it's like riding a bike. You just learn. You just keep going. And the true value that comes through this, like I see all these guys on the internet always trying to, I made $10,000 in one day. I made $10,000 in one day. It's like, guys, like, does that make you happy? Like how much of yourself did you have to give to get that $10,000? Like, let's be real. These get rich quick schemes that are everywhere on the internet. Like, come on, man. The only thing that I'm going to offer you is get wealthy with love. You know, and does it happen quickly? As quickly as you want it to. As quickly as you're ready to let go of the people that hold you back, let go of the materialism, let go of the emotional and mental health situations that you have yourself in. Maybe it's a relationship that you know doesn't work, but you don't want to leave it because you're afraid to lose the house. Get out of here. You're going to hold on to a materialistic item that you can't take with you when you leave? Sacrifice your emotional and mental health for materialism? Many people do that is very normal, which is why I just said that. But think about that, you know? Free yourself from that bullshit. And I mean that, free yourself from that, that ideology, that pattern of thinking. You are not your stuff. You are not your bank account. Money doesn't matter. Everything that matters is found within because if you've got the love, you will find opportunities and experiences within a community that will have you alleviated from the fear, anxiety, and stress surrounded by money. And that's a fact. That is a fact. It's just taking a chance on that and having faith in yourself, believing in yourself, believing that you're worth it, believing that the value that you have within you is valuable to other people. That's freaking everything. You know, many of us don't feel valuable. It's like once you value yourself, other people see your value because you know your self-worth. And that's really important. And, it's, and, and the way to do that is to go within and alleviate yourself from your past because many of us are stuck in emotional repetitive cycle because of the things that happened to us yesterday.
but that shit already happened. So you don't have to be stuck in that no more, right? Because you're in the present moment. And will you get it right every day? Maybe not. And that's okay. Because every time you don't get it right, you just tell yourself, I'm learning. Yeah, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. That's okay. I'm going to learn from that on the next one. You know, and become aware of your patterns. If you keep doing the same thing over and over, like talking shit about somebody when you told yourself you're not going to talk shit about people, check yourself. And that's real. You know, there's accountability, responsibility. Can't blame other people. Oh, well, they were talking shit about other people, so I got caught up in it. Nah, you should have moved away from those other people because you're trying to grow. Right? What's the most important thing to you? If most important thing to you is love and evolving from your past into this place of love, then move away from people. This is a big part of why we do things we don't want to do. Myself included. You know, I'm not exempt from anything. I'm not, I'm, I'm a human being. I'm you, right? And I think it's beautiful when we share in this perspective and we talk real. Because there's so many people that talk fake. So many people trying to lead you down this external path where you can find all this peace, love, and happiness outside of yourself. You're not going to find it. I'm telling you that. I know that. I know where the most valuable things lie and they're within. And the greatest thing about that understanding is knowing that if everything that matters is inside of us, then we're all the same. The external application of the vessel, you know, color, culture, language, doesn't matter because we all feel. And the language that I speak to is a language of love. This is a language. This is, this is a, a way to communicate. And it's just not one you've been taught. But if you listen to this podcast and you keep listening to this podcast, I got things going on where we're going to talk more about how to evolve into love. And maybe this episode doesn't hit for you, but I can promise you, you go back into the other episodes or you listen in the future, something might work for you. Or maybe it isn't me. Maybe it isn't the way I talk. Find another human, another individual that hits for you. Because that's all I care about. You know, this ain't about a popularity or ego game for me. It ain't like that. It ain't about money for me. All I care about is you evolving into love. Mankind evolving into love. Let's be real. I mean, our evolution is not coming through the destruction of this big, beautiful blue planet and us going to habitate on Mars. Because let's be real. Rich people be going to Mars because they're already putting price tags on it. You know what I mean? So without understanding like where does that leave the rest of us <laughs> and i think that that's something we should definitely be having conversations about because that's an illusion right the illusion is is that we're gonna all be efficient and profitable enough to increase profits so only a certain amount of people are living on this planet far better than the rest of us and what suffers from that all of us we all suffer from that the environment suffers from that like man has a problem with greed. And when greedy people have a problem, they don't know when to stop. And they don't know when to stop for themselves and they don't know when to stop for the rest of us. That's a big part of what control does. So if you've got money, you've got power, you've got control. And who are people that are in this situation controlling? Those that have less. We're able to see today the divide is growing at an astronomical rate. You know, we're already talking about food shortages. The environmental impacts are happening way faster than what we could have ever thought. But that's okay. It actually brought us to this place and time of evolution. You can't let that stuff get you down. You can't look at it that way. All you can do is focus on yourself, 
change the way you see yourself by loving yourself, by understanding yourself, and then the world changes. Now, if all of us and enough of us do that, we're going to start a movement. And other people are going to see that there are larger communities of individuals living this way. Myself, I, I have a community of individuals this way, but I'm growing one right here because I want you to know like that's what this is. It's a community of individuals who understand love, who understand mankind as brothers and sisters, equality and education and love for everyone. And education, I'm not talking about schools, man. I'm talking about shared education. I'm talking about the things that you went through in life being more valuable than a piece of paper that you paid for to put on your wall, <laughs> you know? Because the piece of paper that you possess from life's experience is, is priceless. It's a plaque and you're wearing it inside your heart. You just got to go in there and and accept all the lessons as education. And and I, I you know, I just appreciate you so much for listening to this. I've had such great response and such great feedback from the podcast and the way that I talk because you're you're evolving like you're growing this this awakening is happening and and I, I just I'm really grateful that people are accepting to a new way of life because let's be real I mean where do we go from here children 12 year olds are on anxiety medication not only are they on anxiety medication but they make it sound cool it's cool to be depressed and if you're a parent, you know that. You don't even have to be a parent to know that because that, that's going on. 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds, thinking it's cool to be depressed. Like, what are, what are we doing here? What, are, what, as individuals who have more experience and more time on this planet doing at the same time as these children on this planet, what are we doing for them? You know, are we, do we continue with this? Do we keep buying medication and medicating 8-year-olds in 10 years? Like, come on, guys. We, we know that this is not right and we have the power to change it by being the example. I mean, we're all teachers, right? We can learn from the children and the children can learn from us. Like, don't get it twisted. If you're parenting and you're controlling your child and you're embedding fears and anxieties and stresses on it, please check yourself for that, right? That's the journey you gotta go within so you can love yourself, so you can you know, authentically love your child because love is love, man. It's, it's not fear, anxiety, and stress. I can promise you that. Like, if you wanna teach your kids about being cautious and, and having discernment, sure, that's a wonderful tool for them to possess as a guide. You can you can guide them towards that, but they got to make mistakes. You know, it's the only way you learn, right? So you can't be like hovering over a child and trying to wrap it up in bubble wrap so it doesn't get dirty and it doesn't fall down. Like that that child's doomed. You're actually setting that child up for an immense amount of difficulties. I just want to talk real quick. Uh, anyone who has uh, an addicted child or an addicted family member or someone who knows that they're addicted. I just want to kind of give you a little piece of information. Helping out an addict with money will do nothing but get them closer to the grave, get them further away from who they are. Money does not help addicts. I know as parents or loved ones, we believe that this is the way to help the individual, but uh, the best thing that ever happened to me was was getting cut off from everybody and everything because that put me in very difficult situations and it allowed me to have to arrive at my bottom so that I could pull myself up. You know, I made mistakes along the way. I made choices that had difficult consequences by going to jail, losing my children, absolutely. But it was because I was in those situations with nothing that I was able to get to my place of love. So enabling a child 
is going to do nothing but keep them further away from finding out their self-worth and their value. Uh, a big part of addiction is, you know, when you see addicts, you're, you're there to guide them to self-worth. You know, you're not going to save anybody. Like, please don't think you're going to save anyone because that's, that's not how it works. The only person that can change a person is themselves. So that's really important to know that you, you're not going to save them. You've got to guide them to an understanding of self-worth and self-value. And how do you do that? You be the example, you know. And if you are an individual that's uh, working with mental health, addiction, and intellectual disabilities, uh, your emotional and mental health has to be paramount before anyone else's. Like, that's, that's really important. You've got to value your emotional and mental health because if it's not at its peak, like at its optimal working performance of love and care, then you won't be able to authentically give that to someone else and you'll end up just giving so much of yourself to somebody else and you'll you'll drain yourself out. So uh, just be aware of that, right? Um, I'm always open for conversations with anyone uh, about mental health and addiction. I also offer the public speaking deals now. Like, I mean, this is crazy, but it's, it's definitely going there. I'm very grateful for it. It went very, very well. I was able to share some wonderful education with some humans and and have people see things from a different perspective so I, I do that as well my social media is real talk for an unreal world that's the facebook youtube instagram and tiktok i put up uh the clips uh from the podcast episodes one minute clips uh usually every day just kind of give you something to think about throughout the day and and remind you that love is the most important thing and and to, to see things from a different angle you know uh, i've got a lot of great response with the tiktok clips I'm really grateful for that. Social media is very, very difficult for me, but uh, I'm getting better at it, and and that's how we evolve. Uh, my Twitter is Real Talk the number four Unreal, and my Gmail is Real Talk for an Unreal World at gmail.com, and you can email me there with any questions or concerns about anything. I had such a wonderful experience at the conference where after I spoke, people were coming up to me and asking me about situations in their life and I and I we had some wonderful breakthroughs and just by shared experience, just by having a conversation, you know, people were like, Hey man, can I can I talk to you at the side? You know, I'm like, Yeah, sure. And then, you know, they got something going on in their life or whatever it may be and and uh, we worked it out. You know, we worked it out because we were able to see things from a different perspective. So I was really grateful for that and I wanna be able to do that with you as well while I'm in this position to do that. And again, an immense amount of gratitude for you listening to a new perspective, a new idea, a new way of life. I, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for this and I'm eternally grateful for you and I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep getting better. Today, I'm actually recording a podcast with a guest and he has one heck of a story. So things are evolving and I'm very grateful for it and it's pretty cool how it's it's coming out. So. We're going to get that up uh, next week. I'm hoping I've got to learn all these editing tools now with two people and two cameras and two mics, but I'm going to do it because this stuff is valuable. And I want you to see there are many different experiences and many different journeys and we can learn from each other because there's no journey that's right or wrong and there's no journey that's good or bad. It's just education, right, for each other. But this one's wild. So, you know, a lot of people tell me mine's wild. and <laughs> It is, but I love this and I, and I want to keep bringing it out and I want to keep bringing it to you so that you can see that... Uh, we all have a story and it's so beautiful when we're able to share it. So much love, much love. Thank you.